Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Be A Boss Coaching Podcast. My name is Beatriz, and you know me as Bia. I am the founder of Be A Boss Coaching, and I'm a business and entrepreneur coach. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. This episode is really funny actually I was like wait a minute I launched a whole program called the clarity and strategy program and not once did I actually do an episode about strategy or clarity (laughs) and it just dawned on me today because I was thinking about to tomorrow based to today's thursday night right i'm recording this on a thursday night because this is coming out for friday literally tomorrow and i was like what do i do a podcast episode on and honestly i am now under realizing that i can't do two episodes a week i tried it and i think it is too much i am a solopreneur i do everything on my own all the content all the blogs all the podcasting the webinars, the planning, the marketing, the emails, everything that you see, I do it myself, y'all. I And honestly, kudos to me because I'm like, damn, that's badass. I'm figuring out on my own. And it's been catching up with me, obviously. So today's episode is on clarity and strategy. So I believe that strategy is one of the most powerful ways that you can powerful tools that you can use to gain clarity there's a lot of there's a lot of ways that you can gain clarity and when you feel clarity I feel like it's a feeling where you know how to move forward but anyway we'll get into that I again if you've been here before you know that my casual like my Friday episodes are mostly very casual and I've been but And I'm glad because if it was anything more than casual, I would not be able to create this. And I, so it's, it might be a little unstructured to be honest with you, but hopefully you still get some value from it and you learn something or think of something differently. That is the goal here. But let's talk about clarity. I believe clarity is such a huge thing for me. When I first started my business, I had so much trouble gaining clarity around everything. I didn't know where to focus. I was so overwhelmed with everything that I needed to learn. It's just, I think I've talked about this before, but I was just feeling overwhelmed. And I think as you continue to figure things out as you go along in your business, maybe it's been a year or two years in my case, it's now going on my third year I would say yeah I still even now there are moments where I'm like where should I focus right there's so many things that with an online business it's it's hard to figure out I know that a lot of the things that we build or create a foundation is creating an email list creating a social media presence perhaps creating a website and creating a some content and some assets 
for your brand and what you talk about and your services. And with my coaching, it's very, I've realized that in the coaching industry, everybody who does coaching is they, they themselves are the brand, right? Because you are the coach, you're selling yourself essentially. And with that, there's a whole other layer of figuring out who are you? What kind of people do I want to attract? And so there's just so much, so many questions that pop up when you just started your business. And I felt overwhelmed and I felt unclear and I felt as if I didn't know where to focus. And I think that starts to seep in deeper when you start feeling that imposter syndrome. And actually, I, I just saw a clip of America Ferreira talking about how she addresses imposter syndrome. She doesn't really call it imposter syndrome, but more of an appropriate response to the fact that we are operating in a system that wasn't built for us to be authentic in, if that makes any sense. The structures and the spaces that we navigate are built not for people of color, not for BIPOC folks, not for queer, Latinx, women of color folks, or any identity that is historically been marginalized. It is an appropriate response for us to feel like we don't belong because they were intentionally not built with our identities in mind. Anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. All of that starts to seep in into that feeling, that imposter syndrome, right? That phenomenon, that response that we get when we're in spaces where the only person of color or we begin to do things that our parents didn't do growing up or our families didn't do growing up or our communities didn't do growing up. Or we thought about entrepreneurship from a white perspective and not from communities of color perspective. All of that starts to seep in. And then you start to question yourself as to who are you? How do you want to show up in this space? And it, all of this, all of these, these thoughts start to get jumbled up. The reason, that's the reason why I decided to well, I wanted to create something where we can receive clarity. And in my field as a coach, as a former social worker, as, as a former case manager and service provider that was trained in the social work field, mental health field, I really felt like my skills in, in terms of creating clarity or helping my clients gain clarity was through through coaching, through the skill of coaching, but bringing in the business context, which was the strategy component. And that's why I bring in strategy into it because we are creating clarity for you individually, but around the context of your business and to put it in a the clarity that we receive, we're going to organize it and put it into a framework, a structure that is strategy. And so that was my whole thought process behind wanting to create clarity and then bringing in the strategy piece of it. And like I said before, it 
was a long process and it evolved into this program, this three call program with a course, a whole course. The course is actually about 30 minutes. No, sorry. No, it's about 50 minutes. Yeah, because I recorded it, teaching it, and that's what you receive. And the workbook that is supplemental to the course and that we use in our coaching calls, all right? But I'm going to talk about strategy and what strategy is. So we all, I believe that the word strategy gets thrown around a lot in business and entrepreneurship. Here are five strategies for you to get X, Y, and Z. Here are some content marketing strategies for you to reach your ideal client. There's strategies for everything, right? Content, there's strategies for your social media, there's strategies for your emails, there's strategies for everything. So you start to figure out you get a sense of what strategy is and also not because it's we understand the context in which it is used, but it's used so much that then it all becomes so vague. So the way that I think about strategy is in terms of playing a sport. That's my favorite way to think about strategy is thinking about it within the context of sports. Because at the end of the day, if you are going to implement a strategy into your business, the whole purpose for that is for you to have a winning result. A winning result. And that winning result could be getting new clients, getting customers, increasing sales. Essentially, you win right within your field and your industry you you start to to come out on top essentially and i know it's a little bit difficult to think about it it might be difficult to think about strategy within this context of playing a sport because then there's this underlying notion of competitiveness right And I would invite you to reframe that to simply allowing yourself to shine brighter, (laughs) to shine bright among the sea of services and people that are in the same playing field as you, right? One of my favorite sports is basketball. And I like to think about strategy within the context of basketball. Another fun context that I like to think strategy within is football. Because as I was watching the Super Bowl recently, like this was what, like two weeks ago or three weeks ago, the Super Bowl just came on TV. And I was like, oh, honestly, football is so strategic. It's really strategic. It's not so much how much muscle you have on the team or how good your quarterback is yes you did you really you do need a really good quarterback right but it's so much about strategy anyway but I like to think about basketball and I like to think about it in terms of football because football is also very very strategic but I I watch basketball what my favorite team is the Lakers of course but 
I am from LA. I was I grew up in I was born and raised in LA. Kobe is one of my heroes. I still cry to think about him. <laughs> and anyway, I like to think about it in that sense because I know a lot about basketball. But if you think about basketball and how two NBA teams can go head to head together, LeBron is one of the most talented best basketball players in the world but yet his team the Lakers they don't always win in fact they were number I think 10 in the NBA ranks for the NBA West Coast teams even though he's a really great basketball player the whole team needs to play together and strategize in order to come out on top in order to win and when you think about it, if you were to watch a basketball game and they're tied and they're in the fourth quarter and they have the Lakers are three points down and they have five seconds left and they have one foul left or one timeout left, all of those facts, all of those factors are very important to know and to learn where and when you're going to activate what you have. And not just that, you have to see the time, right? Like how much time do you have left? Do you have 10 seconds on the clock? Do you have one foul to give? Those are all factors that as a team and the coach and the players all have to be on the same page about to strategize together in order to try and win. And then they come up with a play based on all of those factors, and they execute it, right? They run the play. Sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. And if it doesn't, then that's okay, but you had a strategy for for you to win. There was a strategy. It wasn't just like, well, let's just give it to LeBron because he's the best player in our team. No, they have a strategy for how to win. And again, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And that is what strategy is. Strategy is being able to be aware of the factors of your business, the industry around you, your audience, what you have at hand, your resources and your capabilities, your time, and then knowing how to execute it. And then obviously having an outcome. So you want to have an outcome, a predicted outcome, which is winning, but you have to identify what winning is, right? Like what does winning look like for you? If it's, let's say, be one of the top Latina social media managers for solopreneurs, like that is an outcome. Like you can aim for that you need to understand your industry you need to understand how how many other latina social media managers are out there how many solopreneurs are out there what are their current prices what do they offer what makes solopreneurs want to work with latina social media managers those are all things that you need to figure out that you need to understand around you in order for you to create 
a strategy that's going to get you to that outcome. But the strategy is just like a prediction, right? You have a prediction that solopreneurs want to work with Latina social media managers and that they appeal to Latina social media managers because they have the most creative, colorful designs. I'm just making something up now. But if your strategy is, I want to become one of the top Latina social media managers, that's the outcome. And then you create a strategy around it. There's a question that you have to ask is, what has to be true about your audience for you to be able to see if the strategy that you created actually worked. And something that we often confuse with strategy is this notion that strategy is, okay, a strategy is us creating a plan, right? Like we're going to start this podcast. I'm going to start our email list. I'm going to start posting three times a week. That's our strategy. That is your how. At the end of the day, you still need a prediction and you still need an outcome that you're trying to reach. Because if you don't have that outcome at the beginning, before you go and execute your strategy, then how are you going to assess if your strategy even worked? Your strategy worked if the outcome that you put for yourself, if the prediction that you wanted to find out about your audience actually came true. And you don't have any control over this. You have control over your how you execute your strategy, but you don't have any control if the strategy actually worked. The people who have control over the strategy is your audience how they respond and how they engage with your strategy okay so anyway that honestly is just it's a little unstructured but i've been talking about this i taught it at my webinar and i just been saying it and talking through it with the clients that i've been working with this and it's something that it's seeped into the way that I think now. And I want you to think about it this way too because it allows you the freedom to play and to test things without having such an attachment, emotional attachment to the outcome. The great thing about strategy is that if you do it right, even if it didn't work, but at least you thought you went through the process of figuring out the question that you want to answer figuring out how you're going to answer that question executing and after understanding your own resources and your own capabilities and your own time that process you have control over you know what you want to do you can plan all of that out But once you execute it, again, you have to let your audience be the ones to tell you if the strategy worked. Did they buy? 
do a lot of people actually start seeing you as the Latina, the top Latina social media manager for solopreneurs? And it is uncomfortable, right? Because we can create all a huge strategy and execute it and then we might not receive or get the outcome we thought we would get. And that's that might feel shitty, to be honest. But remember, strategy is not about, it's not planning. It's really being intentional about the questions that you want answered about your industry, about your audience. And then the more information that you receive, the more insight that you receive from executing your strategies, the better equipped that you are for you to create better and better services and improving how you position yourself to win. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to be part of my clarity and strategy program, I invite you to come and enroll. Today is the last day. Today is March 1st. If you're listening on March 1st, (laughs) if it's past March 1st, come on over to the show notes and Get on the wait list. I will open this program up again. And the reason why this is a program with a course, it basically the course is goes over what I just talked about, but in even more detail with even more case examples so that it can really, you can really begin to absorb it and understand it. There's a workbook that goes along with the course so that you can also begin to disrupt how you think about strategy and disrupt the how you plan because you can plan all day long and you can cross things off and do things for your business all day long but without intentionally setting a goal at the beginning of your strategy then you're just doing without actually taking the time to reflect and figure out what it is that you actually learned from all of this, from all the action that you took. And that's why this program is designed the way it is. It's because it takes time for you to think through the questions that you want answered for your audience. It takes time to figure that out, to figure that out, to be creative about it. And with strategy, it gives you that opportunity to get into that creative zone. And I'd like to be that partner that does that with you and figure out how we can execute the strategy for your business. All right. And I'm going to tie you back to the clarity. Like you get so much clearer about when you feel clear or begin to gain insight about your audience, then everything starts to flow out effortlessly in terms of ideas, in terms of products and services, improving your services, creating better experiences for your clients and customers and creating value, which I did not mention on this in this podcast, but in the course, there is a strategy that we go through that's called value-based strategy. It's a strategy around How do we create value with our products and our services and for our clients and our customers so that we can create sustainability 
and profitability. All right. Again, I invite you to enroll in my course, in my program. You receive this course. It's a one-hour course. Well, really, it's 50 minutes. It's a 50-minute course, but there is pauses in there that are intended for you to reflect and answer some questions. So it's interactive. And there's a workbook that you use for that course. It's fillable, which is cool. <laughs> and of course, my coaching, the coaching calls with me, where the first call is, it's a 90 minute call where we get clear on everything that you have going on. And then we laser focus on the things that, that you bring forth. And then the second call, we use what we uncovered in the first call to then start creating that course of action into something tangible because a strategy you can literally put it on one piece of paper and that is what that workbook is supposed to help you do is to help you engage and think about some questions but also that's where we will put everything that we talk about in terms of the strategy that we think through in there and then the third call is an accountability call where after our second call, you know what you're going to be doing, what you're going to be testing. And then we come back and reflect. Did it work? Did it not work? What happened? What did you find out? What did you learn? How do we tune the questions better or tune our outcome better it's a call that helps us reflect and wrap up the entire process get your hands on it the program is open until today march 1st and i'm excited to help you out so come on over to the show notes enroll and i can't wait to get to know you if you have any questions let me know and again thank you so so much for being here have a great rest of your day and I'll see y'all soon. Bye.